0: So Hi, welcome to the Good News Podcast. I'm here with Bonnie from Stan Atlantic. We're gonna answer some questions today. I'm gonna to start. So, what inspired the creation of the band, and what does the band name mean?
1: Um, the band name story is probably the most uninteresting thing about this band. Um, <laughs> so, it happened eight, like years ago, before anything even like cool happened to us. Um, I was on a bus, <laughs> uh, and we were playing around with the idea of like Atlantic. And the, we had the idea of Atlantic Falls. And I was on the bus and I was like, that sounds too emo. What's the opposite of fall? Is it stand? And then I was like, okay, Atlantic stand sounds weird. So we'll just say, we'll put it on the front and say stand Atlantic. And now I wish we didn't have that name at all. And I really Ouch. hate it. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> Damn. Sad. Uh, anyway, that's, uh, yeah. What was the other part of that question? Uh, Sorry. Like
0: the creation of the band had that happen.
1: Um, oh, it's such a it's a weird story because we've had so many like lineup changes I guess but in a nutshell we all went to the same music school but never talked to each other and didn't know each other until after we finished and like the band was together and then we realised we all went to the same school isn't that just weird that's <laughs> crazy oh <my laughs> I know Um. so yeah Um. so Jono I got me and Potter were in a band already. And then we uh, decided to like change the name and start stand Atlantic. Um, and then we needed a drummer and I was actually, cause I was mates with Mickey. Um, I was on a train going to a random football match with him. I don't watch soccer or football. I don't know why I was going to this <laughs> game, but anyway um, I was talking to Mickey and I was like, yeah, this dude Jono like keeps following me on it. Like, Liking all my photos on Instagram. I have no idea who the heck this guy is. Like, do you know? He drums, though. And then Mickey was like, yeah, he's a cool guy. Like, you should hit him up because you guys need a drummer. And I was like, true. Okay. So hit him up. And then he joined the band. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So random. And then uh, a little while later, we needed someone to come overseas and and tour with us, like, on bass. Um, And we just got Mickey to do it. And then he joined the band eventually. So, yeah. Wow.
2: wonderful all right Uh, so congrats on your newest release pink elephant how do you feel the response to it so far
1: um very very overwhelming like i we expected to get more hate or something than we did not not hate but you know like you never know how things are gonna go like we weren't (laughs) sure whether we like it was too much change for people or or not like you never know and also given covid like just had no idea whether people were even going to care um so the fact that it's done as well as it has has just like astounded us and we're so so grateful (laughs) it's insane
0: well to add on to the positive feedback not the hate i seriously think it might be my album of the year oh hell yeah Yeah. so when i got the when i got the interview i was like holy shit this is my album of (laughs) the year right here
1: (laughs) that's awesome Um, thanks man
0: um so can you tell me a little bit o- a little bit about your writing process for that record?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot different to Skinny Dipping. Skinny Dipping was like... Um, we had three weeks. We wrote it all in three weeks, and that was it. Because that was the only time we could, like, set aside between touring and whatever. But Pink Elephant was... There was some blocks of time just here and there that we had to, we had to like, weave it in and out of our schedule. Um... So it was very weird for that regard. And some of the songs were w- written in LA um, and then some were written like on the edge of a friggin' cliff in Bondi in Sydney. Um, and then some were written in our producer's bedroom and some were written in the studio. Like it was just all over the place. So
2: yeah.
1: um, I guess that was how it was different. I think also we were very, very, Uh, a lot more experimental with this album like we were much more open to like different ideas and like trying something new whereas skinny dipping we kind of just stuck to the the core sound that we had already and we didn't want to like fuck with that too much um so yeah with this album we just kind of came in all guns blazing and was just like let's fuck it up
2: (laughs) yeah awesome (laughs) So where's your headspace while creating Pink Elephant?
1: Um, I just so severely didn't want to have a sophomore slump. I was like, this is not going to happen to us. We're not going to do it. Um, So we just went about like trying to create songs that even without the bells and whistles, they're still good songs. Um, And I think that's, that's always been our ethos is like, if, if a song can like still be as catchy and as good, if, like with a guitar that has one string and a vocal melody then like it doesn't matter what you do it or like what you do it like or how you dress it up um it'll still be a good song because the core of it is there um mm-hmm. so yeah i think that was our that was our headspace i guess we were just kind of like let's just write some good songs and fuck with them later kind of thing okay,
2: okay. all right hmm. yeah all right.
0: so <laughs> what band or artist influences do you think you can hear the most on this record
1: Oh, good question. Um, Oh, I don't know. I think we all listen to like that kind of electronic uh, pop or indie, like that kind of thing. Um, For the record, I can't really remember, to be honest. I feel like what I'm listening to changes all the time. Um, Black Bear has always been someone I've like thought just writes the best hooks ever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Even like before we wrote Sidewinder I was like jamming to him and like he's always been like a massive influence I think in terms of sounds and stuff but um yeah I don't know quite a lot of heavier bands as well I I just think we're, we're so all over the place with what we listen to that somehow we Um, manage to mesh it all together into this weird concoction that is our band yeah
0: i think (laughs) i i I can definitely tell it's heavier than your last record so those heavier influences are definitely seeping in
1: yeah thank you um yeah i I guess we just like to fuck with people (laughs) i love it i don't know i'm all here for it
2: (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) so i have a double question here is there any meaning behind the name pink elephant and is there anything like a meaning behind the cover art um the cover art is okay i'll start with the meaning first so
1: (laughs) pink elephant essentially it's i wouldn't say it's a concept album but there are definitely like the theme and like some kind of thing that we're trying to trying to talk about in the album which is it's like the two ideas of Um, You know the saying like there's the elephant in the room, like addressing Mm -hmm. the elephant in the room. And then there's also this idea of uh, what pink elephant usually is like the context that that is usually used in, which is like referring to having like some kind of out of body experience and like you're tripping on something and um, people reference it a lot when they're like on acid or whatever the fuck. Um, So it's like this like alternate reality. Mm -hmm. Um, So blending those two ideas, it was like, I was going through a time where I was putting off conversations that I really needed to have and, like, there were really important things that I needed to say to people and I was putting it off, putting it off. And until you, like, start addressing these, like, elephants in the room or whatever you want to call them, like, your problems, whatever, until you start addressing them, like, they're not going to go away. They're going to morph into something else. So um, I just wanted to touch on the fact that, like, it's important to open up and like tell people what you're going through or what you need to say, because you can get to a point where like, it's just you ruminating in your head over and over. You're not letting the universe like deal with it. You're dealing with it only. Mm -hmm. And it can morph itself into something else, which is where the pink elephant side kind of comes into it. Like you can turn it into a problem that is so far from what it was originally, just because you haven't expressed it. You haven't talked about it. You're just like dealing with it yourself. So, in a nutshell, that's what that is. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. And then the artwork, like, I guess it was kind of the concept of having the elephant as, like, the person's brain. Um, so, it's, like, your problems in your, your head that you're not addressing. Which I always forget. Man. How was... fucking cute it actually is when you look... Hello? Oh, hello? <laughs> oh no. Oh, Australia's internet sucks.
2: It's I mean, okay. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, we're good. All right. Did you right. miss anything? Do I need to repeat myself? Or? You said it's so cute and then it cut up.
1: Oh yeah, that's kind of irrelevant. It was just the <laughs> elephant on the cover is so cute and I always oh, forget how cute it is when you get <laughs> yeah. its little face <laughs> and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. So,
0: keeping on the train of meanings, evil I go. It's a made up word. What <laughs> the fuck? I want to, I just, that's all I have to say. Like, what the fuck? What, how'd you come up with that? Can you tell us if you have a meaning behind it or is this going to stay a secret?
1: Um, I think I'll keep it a secret for now. I just think it's really fun, like, watching people, like, try and figure it out. Or, like, I love it when they're really angry at me for not saying what it is. Okay. This? Right. Perfect. I a figured I'd that try. Shit. I saw it on yeah. Twitter,
0: but I was like, I gotta try. I gotta give it a shot. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, no, nah. um, I can tell you, like, about the song, though. It was, like, it's basically it's a made-up song about like having a crush on someone so hard that you want to stalk them and like wear their skin to a point where like it's quite fucked
2: okay. <laughs> yeah um, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah so the whole concept is made up so therefore the word will remain a mystery for now maybe okay. one day i'll reveal <laughs> yeah, maybe one okay day. all mm-hmm. right um so what
0: song on the record took the longest to write and do you have a favorite off of the record
1: um the one that took the longest I would say was I think wavelength because we had there's no joke probably about like 30 versions of wavelength that we like Jesus maybe not 30 but there was a okay. lot. Of...
2: <laughs> there was okay. a
1: lot of different versions where like the chorus was completely different or like we changed the groove and like just all this shit um so that one took ages it wasn't i think it was like the last song we ended up finishing because mm. yeah it was just taking ages that and also soap the chorus of that was a freaking nightmare um uh my favorite song on the record i think it's it changes all the time but i think it's silk and saturn just because Taste. <laughs> Thank you. Taste. God damn it, Justice for Silk and Saturn. Um yeah, I just think it's something that we've never done before and I just thought it was really like fun to create it because originally it was gonna be on skinny dipping and it was like the full on rock song. Mm-hmm. And uh it didn't fit on skinny dipping and we still liked the riff and um, what the song was about and like the melodies and everything. So we were just like, let's just strip it back and do something completely different that we've never done. And Potter Mm. was just like, why don't we make it a SoundCloud rap song? We were like, done,
2: let's do it. (laughs) Easy. So easy. (laughs) Definitely an
0: interesting track to listen to.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, so you said you had like, okay, you were exaggerating, but like 30 versions of wavelength. Would you ever like drop them or hide them somewhere on the internet just for like somebody to find? Uh, probably not, because they're all bad. <laughs> oh, are you sure? Is that just you saying that, or are they actually like?
1: I don't know. I can't trust my own opinion, but I think uh, maybe one day I will, just for mm. fun, like or a like a Easter egg. Eh? Yeah, mm. I might do it. Thank okay. you for the idea. I'll yeah. steal it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just,
2: <laughs> Please, <laughs> no need to credit us. Just take no credit. Idea. Yeah, just take it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I want you to imagine with me, real quick. Imagine that <laughs> somehow. Some way somebody is listening to this and hasn't heard any of your music or this album. I want okay. to describe Pink Elephant in three words. Oh Jesus. Um
1: Just go listen.
0: <laughs> I like that. I agree. Perfect.
1: Simple. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I couldn't it's eclectic. Um eclectic. Uh fun and
2: uh this good <laughs> fun and good fun and
0: all right good. <laughs> wonderful I think, I
2: think it, to a T. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks.
0: so we're gonna go back to last summer when concerts were still a thing you guys got to yeah. play the first head SummerFest. can you tell me how yeah. that happened and what that experience was like
1: uh, it was the best tour we've ever done still. I think we always reminisce about it. Just the vibes were high. Uh, we had white claws on our rider every day. It was the first time we'd ever tried white claw. We were bright and beaming. Um, yeah, it was Yeah, just one of the best tours we've ever done. It was sick. It was like we'd never done walk tour or been to walk tour or anything like that. And it was something we always wanted to do. And then, of course, like the year that we probably would have got like an offer, it decided to like cancel itself exist, yeah yep um so to do sad summer was like kind of our way of like doing walk tour in a way even though it's obviously much smaller and everything but um we just got on with all the bands really well um and everyone was just so happy to be there because it's summer and everyone's just like having a good time mm. um and yeah it was really cool i really wish we could uh do the the second one as well because the lineups dope.
0: yeah I oh, agree. <laughs> I was I was at the one in New Jersey. I unfortunately missed your set though, because oh, that was the one where like the weather no, the weather got all <laughs> fucked up, and then I just missed it.
1: Nah, fair so, enough. That's yeah. all good. Hopefully next time.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
2: <laughs> uh, so you guys recently did a like a version session. How did that mm-hmm. happen, and what was that experience like?
1: Um, what? Le- oh God, hang on. Had like a weird burp pickup, I, <laughs> and okay. it didn't even like come out um that's the worst yeah uh yeah like a version um we got hit up about it ages ago and we weren't able to do it and then we were like oh no <laughs> and then they hit us up again and we were like oh we can do it now um so they just told us to like pick a song to cover and we're fully aware of like a version and it's for Australians it's kind of like the you know when BBC One do the live lounge thing mm-hmm. it's like the Australian equivalent of that so it was oh. a super big deal for us anyway um and we were like okay we can't fuck this up pick a good song <laughs> so we picked a good song um and then yeah it was super nerve-wracking I had to wake up so early to do it uh we practiced our butts off and I hope well, it seemed like people really liked it, so that was good, considering we, I woke up at, like, 6 a.m. and sung it at about 8.
2: <laughs> the reaction
0: was insane. I keep on thinking about that one video of the guy that was screaming while the cover was playing <laughs> on the radio. It was, I love it was that was an unexpected video. thing. It was
1: so funny. <laughs> the best. I yes. love that. Um,
0: so when live shows are a thing again, uh, what three songs are you looking forward to playing off this record?
1: Um. Uh, we played Wavelength in London before COVID hit, so that was awesome, but no one knew what it was, so I can't even imagine what it would be like now that people like know it, so I'm really excited to play that. Uh, Silk and Saturn, and uh, what else? I think I'm excited to play um Blurry as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Taste. Right. <laughs> okay so where do you see the band in the next five years uh
1: where i see it and where i want it to be are two different things and yeah i i I hope that we're like selling out massive venues and we've made like some kind of an impact with people and um we've like set our can you hear that
0: Yes,
2: kind
1: of so my mom like i don't know what the fuck she's doing with the floor she has this like roller thing and she's just rolling it anyway sorry like it sounds like my house is like crumbling um <laughs> That'd be a
2: twist.
1: yeah um what the heck was i saying
0: <laughs> something about selling out massive stadiums mm-hmm. or it yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: well stadiums i think is a bit of a stretch but like uh, I'd like to be selling out, like, decent venues at least. But, yeah, I just hope that we've made some kind of an impact and set ourselves up so that we can have a, a long career and not just, like, a short, big one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so
0: for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music and go straight to Death Row. So if you're on Death Row, what would your last meal be with a drink? I've thought
1: about this so much. You have. <laughs> yes. That's always the
0: scariest when people are like, but I've thought I about still... this. still...
1: I still am yet to have a proper answer because I have a problem where like, I like too many things, like too many foods and like Mm. too much stuff. So, um, I really don't know. I, I've tossed up the idea of like just ordering so many nuggets that that's how I die (laughs) instead of like actually dying from the lethal injection or Mm. the electric chair or whatever the fuck I'll just die from overdose of nuggets. Um, or just like, oh God, I don't know. Hey, there's so many foods I really like, I have a hard time. Or like chocolate and mm. like popcorn and chocolate, and popcorn and Maltesers, just fuck me up with that.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't know, man. I said I've thought about it a lot, and it's just not helped me because I still can't decide on what my last meal would be.
2: That's very Wait, but do you have a drink.
1: Uh, yeah, something alcoholic. I'd probably go like. A massive, like, fruity cocktail.
2: Ooh,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so, is that popcorn and chocolate your final answer? Yeah.
1: With a massive fruity cocktail.
0: That's a way to Just go. Just have out. a
1: sugar okay. overload. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe you'll Solid. die from the sugar overload.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a to okay. Better than lethal injection. Yeah. This <laughs> is on my terms. God <laughs> damn it. We're not happy. Yeah. Add the nuggets on too. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Of course. More than here. Let's go. Uh, so, if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live?
1: The Simpsons.
2: Simpsons. That, that was quick. Was so Straight quick. Up. That was very I knew, quick. Yep. <laughs>
1: Since so I've can... been a kid, that's literally I used to. You know when you get like wish chips in mm-hmm. a like a packet of chips, and like any chip that's like folded over is like a wish chip, and you make mm-hmm. a wish when you eat it. I didn't I, know that was a thing. That's a thing. Well, at least for me, maybe I just made that up as a child. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's fine. It's a thing. It's a thing. (laughs) Yeah. One of my, one of my constant wishes was that I wished I was in the Simpsons and that I could live in the Simpsons.
0: Have you thought about that question too? in your free time
1: no no one's ever asked me that before no that was just something i always knew that that's what i wanted okay all right Uh, so
0: i have the honor of asking the last question and every single person we've spoken to has said the most important question okay what is your favorite color
1: uh purple specific shade specific shade um mm-hmm. i like the um like a dark purple i think Ooh.
2: Right. yeah that's or solid. like nice. electric
1: key electric kind of purple yeah yeah yeah. Okay. all right yeah. Um, yeah
0: so as i said that's all the questions we have today is there anything you'd like to plug
1: um i guess i'll plug the album probably should Shouldn't yeah <laughs> <know>? <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh yeah we got a new album it's got pink Velvet. came out in august the Seventh. fucking thanks (laughs) 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 came came out in the year of covid that's all I care about um and uh yeah thank you for listening and thank you for being open to it and liking it
0: and thank you for coming on the podcast Uh, anytime your questions are fun (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you Uh, so thank you for sitting with us this has been bonnie from san atlantic and uh we're the good noise podcast